Hello, and this is Jackie, your host from Talking Without Filter. So, I just want to say thank you for listening, and I hope that you're ready for this episode. Um, This is an episode that I believe a lot of us need, including myself. It is called Beating Sexual Temptation. Again, you know, before I had this podcast, I would upload these messages on my stories and I had a lot of positive feedback and a lot of just requests um, like asking to make a YouTube channel or things of that sort just so I could post either daily or weekly things because a lot of the messages that I would post uh, they would really help people through situations that they were going through at the moment and I feel this is why I wanted to create a podcast because I love to help, you know. I love to bless than be blessed myself. And I always feel that it's better to give than to receive. So, let's begin. Beating sexual temptation. So, as a person who used to live and unfortunately still lives in sin, I believe this topic is very important. I am taking the steps, obviously, so I can stop living in sin because a lot of people, and I'm not the type to want to push religion on anybody because if you don't believe, you don't believe, you know, but yeah, (laughs) so I'm trying not to live in sin anymore if that makes sense. And we live in a generation that is saturated and drenched with sex. And it's Satan's number one enticement to this me-first generation, which says, I want pleasure and I want it now. And again, this episode is not to offend anyone. It's not to call out anyone. But if you feel that you're having trouble in this area and you don't know how to stop or the steps so you can slow down and maybe stop, then this episode is for you. Or if you just want to listen to it and you feel that someone would benefit from this, then please listen. So questions we may ask. Why should I be an exception? God gave us sex, so why can't I have it when I want it? And I will tell you why in a bit. When it comes to sexual temptation, you may ask yourself, should you fight it? The answer, obviously yes. You know, sexual temptations are powerful, penetrative, and almost permanent. And I know you're like, oh, I hear the words penetrative, powerful. And it it is true because not just because you can end up with a child if you're not careful you can also end up with sexually transmitted diseases and I am a firm believer that you're exchanging more than saliva and bodily fluids when you have sex with someone and you may wonder if I can't beat them let me join them well you can't beat them this is a very good quote I am going to be referencing the Bible a lot because I just, you know, I'm going to back up what I'm saying 
and my mission is to get closer to God because you know it's crazy out here so win the battle against sex and you win the battle of your life lose it then you lose the battle of your life and that was uh taken quoted by George uh Verwer and the Lordship of Christ. I apologize if I didn't say his uh, last name correctly. So understand that we must set our mind to appreciate the fact that sin's pleasures are at best fleeting. Hebrews 11.25. Let's use that brain. You know, Moses, once he recognizes, could bid farewell to a royal life in the Egyptian palace. And that's where sexual pleasure was there for the asking. We have it in our mind that a single day in God's court is better than a thousand anywhere else. Then we can stay far away from sin. Palms 85.10 Say you have an option of getting into a permanent job and a temporary job. What are you going to naturally choose? The permanent job, obviously. But when it comes to temptation especially sexual temptation we choose a temporary job and i say that because we chase after passing pleasures when there when there are eternal pleasures excuse me at the right hand of god palm 1611 and that is true you know because it's easy because it's there for the grabbing and sometimes there's no strings attached who's gonna say no to sex you know but we have to beat it, you know. Beating other types of temptation may require resisting. 1 Peter 5 9. While beating sexual temptations requires running away from the source, be it a person, a situation, or a place. 2 Timothy 2.22. Stay away from it. And I am giving myself this um, advice as well, you know. A person who plays a fool and stays at close quarters with a sexually seducing source still expecting to come out clean is like a wishful thinking fool who expects his clothes to be unburnt after having scooped fire on his lap proverbs 6 27 and that is very true it's like for instance going to a strip club you don't want to see naked women you know you don't want to see this but you go there like what do you expect is going to happen like what do you expect that you're going to see not see like if that makes sense or when you don't want to drink anymore but you're still going to bars I mean they serve alcohol at a bar <laughs> you're not going to go to a bar to drink soda be, be honest with yourself so from the bible we read about the following lethal results when people have lapped up sexual sin so firstly the lord will leave you and you won't know it like it happened for samson as he laid on delilah's lap jude 16 20 secondly you can never be a leader who will influence people for good so it's like me the reason i am creating this podcast this season specifically is because i want us to grow together and make better choices together 
but I have to lead by example like I have to get it together I have to make better choices because I have to walk the talk basically I just can't say that I'm going to do better and not do better and so I am I'm doing it for myself I'm doing it for Christ and I'm doing it for the people who actually do want to use these episodes to grow and to better themselves I can never be a good leader and influence people for good if I'm not leading by example, which I will be doing from now on, I promise. Not just a promise to y'all, but to myself and to Christ. So the Bible doesn't mince words when it says the sexually immoral, their place will be the fiery lake of burning sulfur. Revelations 21.8 Lust L-U-S-T is a four-letter sin that will take you to a four-letter place. H-E-L-L. With this being said, I'm not saying, oh my god, you have so much you have had so much sex in your past that you're a thousand percent going to hell. Because it's not my place to damn you or to judge on past things. You know, once you repent, you are cleansed in the blood of Christ. But think about it. Do these dreadful details from the Bible concerning those who indulged in sexual sin make you shudder? It is meant to do that. Reason? Shuddering apart from the primary motivation of loving the Lord so much that sin becomes sickening can also be a biblical way to beat sexual temptation. Again, I am not here to judge anybody. Your sexual preferences your sexual outings anything that you do i'm not here to say like oh my god you're such a whore or you're such a slut for sleeping with people and stuff you know that it's your body it's your choice but you also have to think about the consequences because i know some of y'all when y'all have sex with people at the moment you're feeling good you're fine but i know some of you may be feeling empty afterwards and there are better ways to fill that hole inside of us than with other people because sometimes no matter how much sex you have you can't fill that void and sometimes Christ is the best option so he can fill that hole that we have inside so the fear of God will be with you to keep you from sinning Exodus 20 14 20 the next time when you think of yielding to sexual temptations take time to count the cost of yielding to them and you will find that it is not so pleasurable and that is true so next time you want to sleep with someone think about it put yourself in a situation if you had to marry the person that you last kiss would you be happy if you had to marry the last person you had sex with would you be happy Think about the consequences, you know, of what could happen. And that will help you make the decision of not wanting to sleep with that person. And if that doesn't convince you, then think about all the transmitted diseases. You know, when you sleep with someone, you exchange more than kisses and bodily fluids. You exchange energies, emotions, and so much more. You know, sex is supposed to be beautiful, something important. Your body is your temple. Please take care of it. Because if you choose to sleep with someone, please take care of yourself and take the necessary precautions. So, 
let's continue. And some people are like, you don't get embarrassed talking about things that happen in your life. And at first, it did bother me, but it doesn't bother me now. And the only reason that it doesn't bother me is because this is like, um, this is my, my testimony, my story. And yeah, at first I was like, man, this is embarrassing. But I know that I'm not the only one going through these things. And if people see that I am going through these things and I'm able to turn my life around, then you are able to do it as well. So, some people treat the topic of sex like it's dirty, but let's talk about it, you know, because if sex is dirty, then why is scripture so graphic in its forthright description of sexual love? And if you don't believe that, you know, go to the Bible and go to Proverbs 5, 18, 19, and you're going to read, may her breast satisfy you always. May you ever be intoxicated with her love. And there is nothing dirty or shameful in God-honoring sex, you know, because it's meant between, it's meant to be between someone that you love, you know, and that you cherish, more than likely your spouse. And, you know, I'm not saying get married just so you can have sex, but that, that also is mentioned in the Bible that, you know, if you can't wait and you're burning with desire, then it's better to get married so you can have sex which i know it sounds so crazy that part does sound a little bit crazy to me because i don't think i could marry someone just because i want to have sex with them but yeah so many people say that the definition of crazy is like doing the same things over and over again and expecting different results which is true you know but the definition of crazy is for a believer that knows exactly what god has commanded you to do or not to do and you still do it anyways which was the case for me you know i knew the things that i that i was doing in the exact same way was going to give me the same result and even if i changed the beginning i would still slip and make that mistake and the outcome would always be the same And today it seems that sex is everywhere. You know, the less clothes you have on, the more people flock to you. The more sexual you portray yourself to be, the more popular you become. And I went through a phase where I equated sex to love. I felt that if someone wanted to have sex with me, then they loved me. And I would give myself away to people and I felt that it was okay because I knew them or we were friends first. And nothing I was doing honored God in any way and I knew it after a short worthless session of sexual sin I almost always felt convicted you know I would lie to myself to make myself believe that if I did bible studies and if I gave into temptation temptation sorry every now and then then God would still forgive me you know but no it doesn't work that way you know and I felt gross inside you know my heart wasn't pure so me praying me doing bible studies watching um worship online meant nothing because I was being 
worldly as soon as I stepped out of online church or my Bible studies were done and everything around me was falling apart and I kept wondering you know why is God not listening to me I am praying and praying why is God not answering I'm not saying like I don't want y'all to hear this and be like OMG she slept with one people no it was the same same person but because we weren't in a relationship or anything like that it didn't feel right to me you know so don't take this and run with it but you know it states in the bible palms thirty four seventeen, that god hears the prayers of the righteous and the righteous cry out and the lord hears them he delivers them from all of their troubles. You know, God began to strip everything away from me. And that was true. Like, I began to lose lots of friends, quotation mark friends. But my life was getting better, you know? Because my eyes were starting to open. And I realized that I was creating soul ties with people who weren't even meant to be a part of my life in that way. And I started to pray. And I asked God for a release and I'm still praying to God for a release but I won't get that release unless I change the things that I am doing now those chains that are chained to you will not break unless you pray to God to release you from them unless you change the things that you're doing you will never be released I I pray and I pray and I began to get desperate for God that anyone who stood in my way had an open door to leave. Nothing else matters to me anymore except my relationship with the Lord. So if I have to lose all of my quotation mark friends so I can get closer to God, then so be it. If I have to become more of a homebody than I already am, then so be it. I want to have healthy friendships. I want friendships that will last me a lifetime, that are going to motivate me and make motivate me to be a better person. People and friends who want to go to church, who want to do Bible studies, who want to improve their life overall, you know? And if the people that are listening to this podcast are like oh my gosh get out of here with your religious quack stuff then you don't have to listen to this you know if you're not ready to be liberated then this podcast or this season the next two seasons are not for you just wait for my spooky ones then but yeah the, these two seasons they are for change together we will break these chains along with God and we will be in a better place in life you know so back to what I was saying you know sex outside of marriage commitment you know left me empty and convicted with no void that no human on earth could ever fill imagine loving someone with everything that you have And then they rip your heart out, knowing the things that they're doing were not pleasing you. And that's what I felt like I was doing to God and what I'm doing to him. And he's told us things not to do, and yet we still do them. 
temporary pleasure will never lead to permanent satisfaction. So take the time to rid yourself of things that are going to lead you to do bad things, you know? some of you are going to be like, this is just too much, but you know, it's it's the truth. Um, choosing to be sexually active does bring a great cost to us and to any relationship that we may have or may want in the future, you know. We carry every sexual partner we ever had for the rest of our lives, whether you know it or not. Think about this. Do you want to bring them, do you want to bring several people or even just another person into your marriage bedroom? You know, this cost us carrying extra baggage where we don't need it, you know? And God knows that it costs us something to be sexually active before marriage, and that cost is simply too high. Contrary to what our culture preaches, you know, sex is more than just a, a physical activity. And I've said it before, you know, every time you have sex with someone, it changes you whether you realize it or not, you know? When we engage in sex outside of what is what it's meant to be, you know, we're unable to enjoy it in the inside. And it's like you pull up a post-it note and then you attempt to restick it. The less powerful the adhesive becomes, right? So like a frequently moved post-it note, you know, sexuality loses its stickiness over time. Think of it this way, you know, the more people you attach your post-it note to, the less long-term power that sexual relationship will have. And I am not trying to make you feel bad about your past. Like, just including myself, you know, I want us to fight for our future. And I pray that you understand that you have the power right now to prevent scar tissue down the road. It's not too late. You're not too far gone. Your greatest days can come after your biggest failures. God specializes in redemption stories. I'm not saying it'll be easy or that every consequence will go away. But if you give God your present, he will begin a new chapter in your story. Just because you can't unreap what you have already sown doesn't mean that you can't start sowing something new. So I hope that you listen to this episode and realize that it's never too late and it's never too early to be careful for the future that you want. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast and uh, the next episode will be up very soon. I'll have a bonus episode out as well. 